Welcome back to Talk to Me Africa, the podcast, episode number four. On today's episode, I want to talk about some African taboos. Taboos in Africa are things that happen maybe in our daily lives, but we're not supposed to talk about them. We're not supposed to repeat them. Even if it's something that you experience, you have to keep that thing to yourself. Africa has a lot of taboos, but I'll talk about a few of them today. First of all, grief. Grief is something that happens to everybody. As long as you're a human being and you have social relationships, you're going to grieve someday. You might lose somebody, or somebody might hurt you, and so you grieve. You suffer, you're hurt. You know, and when it comes to grieving in the sense of losing somebody, Africans do it in a way that is very conservative. They don't let you talk about your feelings or talk about how you are hurting. They just want to see you act on that hurt. For example, a woman who loses the child is not supposed to you know, go close to the dead body of the child and try to hold it close to her. No, it's a taboo. Because they believe that that child died because they were not for you. They just came to visit you. So you don't have to mourn for them. In a way, they think that child was not human at all, so don't cry for them. It's a taboo to cry for a dead child. One year old, or a few months old, or two. No, 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 the child was just passing by. It's not yours. And they even go as far as asking you to take all of the dead child's property, you know, their clothing, their shoes, anything that will remind you of them, take that and burn it or throw it away because that would, you know, if you keep those things in your house, you're, you're saying that that child can come back in another form, maybe, you know, as another child in your future. That's a taboo in Africa to mourn for a dead child. <laughs> Interesting. Also, childbirth is kind of a taboo in Africa because we know, you know, being a woman myself, childbirth is is a hard cookie. It's tough. It's painful. And uh, unlike the United States where I live, I know that there is um, medication to help ease the pain. Most African countries don't have that medication to help ease, you know, the pain that you have during childbirth. So women get into the labor room, they have the baby, but they don't talk about that pain because they are expected to bear the pain. Women in Africa are supposed to have very high pain tolerance. When I was a little girl and something hurt and I cried, my mom would say, why are you crying? You're a woman, you're supposed to bear pain. No, I'm a human being before being a woman. It hurts. That's why I'm crying. So they expect you to bear pain as much as possible because you are a woman and you are expected to have a child in the future. Mm -mm. It's a taboo to talk about, you know, childbirth pain because you just have to feel it whenever it comes. Wow. Also, dating is kind of a taboo in, you know, in some African countries because 
you're not supposed to be talking about being with a man whom you're not married to or being with a woman whom you're not married to. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Most Africans do not let their parents or, you know, neighbors see the persons they're dating because of gossip. And, uh, yes, you're not just supposed to talk about it. I'm not supposed to just date. You're supposed to just marry somebody. So we still have betrothing in Africa. So when you have a son that's 10 years old and then your friend just had a daughter who's two years old, you just say, hey, my son will marry your daughter. They go, okay, we agree as good friends. So then your kids, you know, get up and uh, one day they say, hey, we have a husband for you or a wife for you in their teen, in their teen years. So dating is not really, you know, accepted in Africa. You just have to get married. And I, I would say that a lot of Africans got married and their parents only met the men or women they got married to because they did not let their parents know who they were dating because dating is a taboo. Kind of a taboo. Yeah. But here, you know, I see people <laughs> come, hey, your boyfriend is here. You open the door. For, your, for the guy to come see your daughter. Oh no, in the African culture, you are not going to come into a man's house asking to see his daughter or to say, hey, I'm taking her out. Who are you? I, I, wait, wait, have we met? You're taking my child out for dating? Excuse me, who are your parents? He'll be called disrespectful, badly brought up, rudely. No, but then it is kind of accepted for men to have a girlfriend you know even when they are married so the side chick thing you know is kind of okay in Africa because a man is potent enough to have more than one wife that's why most African countries so all African countries have polygamy you know as 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 a legal a legal um, marriage so a man can marry more than one wife can have as many as possible and when you go to get your marriage license they ask you right there they ask the couple are you signing in today for monogamy or for polygamy and i have heard i actually seen a marriage uh ceremony at the court not go through because the couple could not agree the man said i want polygamy the woman said i want monogamy so then they couldn't sign the marriage license because they did not agree yep dating in africa kind of a taboo but a man can have as many women as he wants sex in africa is also a taboo most african girls grow up and boys grow up without even learning what the, the their sexual organs are don't even know sex education is so limited you get it if you are lucky to go to school to an extent where you can learn in biology class but if you're not lucky to go to school to that level where you can learn about biology or you can learn about sex in biology class, you don't know anything about sex. A child who went to school and only ended in elementary school level would never hear anything taught to him or her about sex. They have all these nicknames for vaginas and penis. You know, just call it what it is. It is a taboo for you to start, you know, teaching your kids at home in Africa about sex. Hey, that's a vagina, that's a clitoris, that's a penis. It's used for this. No, 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 no. They don't even tell you about it. I'll tell you a funny story. When my younger sister began seeing her period, her mom sent her, my mom sent her to me because I was already, in, at that time I was in college. 
So I'm sure she thought that, mm, that one knows a lot about sex already. <laughs> so she told my sister to come talk to me about it. And I, of course, knew about menstruation. So I put my sister down and we talked about it. I told her what to do and helped her a little bit. Parents do not talk about sex to their children, you know. And, and I, till today, I keep wondering that how did my mom even come to... How, how would she even just think that I know about sex? Or I know about menstrual period because I've gone to school that far, I bet. But, yeah, it's a taboo in Africa to talk about things like that. It's uh, wonderful knowing that you're here to check out my podcast. I will be back again with other podcasts. And uh, like I promised earlier, I am bringing people to talk about africa and their african experiences so you two listening to me can be a guest on my podcast thank you so much for checking this podcast out i hope you come back and listen to more podcasts Prophecy of old is becoming true. In the beginning, it was not so. I hope you understand me. I hope you understand me. I hope you understand me. Yeah.